Uh, are you recording? I am indeed recording. All right, topic. Ready? Before you even jump, I just want to explain that this is like our fifth or sixth podcast that we've recorded <laughs> over uh, like a month and a half. Um, and so you think this is going to be the one? Dude, this is badass. I, I said it last time. Every time we do it, we progress in some way. What's new this time? Oh, we got yeah, mics, no we got headphones, we can hear each other. This is it. This is the one. We have expensive ass mics. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. You're I welcome. do I do appreciate the I guess effort you put into doing so. I, I just hope everything uh follows through with it. Well, we gotta stay consistent. That's all it's gonna yeah, be. Yeah. Persistent to succeed. Persistent to succeed, brother. All right, so you can go to your topic now. Topic, I just want to do the name, I want to sh- throw a name at you, and then I want to talk about what we're going to be doing with the podcast. Okay, fair So enough. a basic intro today. Nothing crazy. If it ends up going a little longer, it goes a little longer. I'm not going to put us on the time limit. All right. So as I said, last time we talked, we didn't do a podcast on it. But my dad, we were talking about calling it like the journal or some- something like along the lines of that. Because we're basically tracking what we're doing. We're documenting Oh, yeah. So it. yeah, I guess go ahead and get into what your vision of the podcast is. So... And I don't, I don't, have you ever seen someone else doing this and like, tell me if you have, but everyone talks about what they have done in the past or like stories or entertainment. You mean as far as other podcasts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've talked about their, their experience or, um, yeah. I I guess, I guess a lot of big popular podcasts are, they're either informational about specifics, like they're, they're on a specific topic. So education. Educational. Or yeah, they are simply... They're storytelling, or they're based on past experiences, or they're just bringing you know people in the they're interviewing you know whether it be celebrities or important people. I feel like the, yeah, that's the majority of the big podcasts. But I haven't seen anybody talk Excluding about Excluding Joe Rogan. He's unique. <laughs> yeah, that that is a weird podcast, but I haven't seen anybody talk about what they're doing right now, like a documentation. You of mean what they're as doing. like a, a self documentary? Exactly. I'm sure, there's a, live... a specific word for that. Like I don't know if it's a bio documentary. Like what's I, I, there's a type of documentary I'm sure where that's the person documenting themselves. As there's a word for it I'm sure. I don't autobiography. Know I don't know. Is it Is autobiography? That autobiography? I, I could be wrong. But like I, I don't know. I haven't seen anybody doing that currently. Yeah. That, that I know of. I mean, not that I watch a ton of. I mean, I watch a few. You watch podcasts, a lot more than me, so. And I haven't seen anything like that, but I could be wrong. You know what I mean? I, as far as I'm concerned. And again, I you know I don't really listen to many yeah, podcasts. I, an but, account of uh, autobiography, account of a person's life written by that person. Yeah. Okay. So, so this is like an autobiography it, it, podcast. Exactly. And I haven't. Well, seen then, no. Is an autobiography though speaking in, about the past as well? Though isn't most autobiographies documenting their previous their previous work? It's not current and ongoing. Past, present, like, future. Um, or is it in general? Is it all three? Mm. Irregardless, I mean, it, we're not classifying us as yeah, anything yeah. in particular. I was just curious. No, and so I, for me, I think it, if nothing else we gain from it, it'll just be interesting to document what we're doing because then we have a benchmark that we can come back to and see where we were. See how we've progressed. You know what I mean? And I don't want it to turn into like, have you ever used my fitness pal? I have, yeah. Right, it, you, you do it for a week. And right. then you're like, you're like tracking food, and then you, and then you, you just stop. You know yeah, what I mean? At least stop. this, you have someone else you're accountable to. Yeah. And stuff I like gotta that. I got to rely on listening to you, and you're going to bug me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's the goal. I, I guess we'll call it, we're going to call it, instead of entertainment and education, we're going to call this an autobiography of two friends, basically. Sure. But the name is where I'm getting tripped up on, and I shouldn't be getting tripped up because it's not that... Well, dude, finding a, I, I finding a name for anything, finding a name for a band, a name for a business, it's always annoying. It's impossible to figure out. Because when you're trying to think of it, it doesn't happen. It only it happens it just when com- you're It just not, comes to you. You just yeah, have to exactly. wait it to smack you across the face, really. And so, I mean, like I could look around and I could just, but I don't know. I feel like that's, that's kind of cl- being inside the box. See, so I looked in my room and tried to find a name. That's why I think we should I mean? just forget the name and just... I mean, because even if on the even if we upload this, I mean, we, the name doesn't have to be set in stone. No, exactly. You can always change it. It's, it's, yeah. it's it, There's no um, like like Rob, my mentor, his is chiseled and it's called chiseled because we're constantly working on ourselves. He says that at the beginning, he's like, "This is a chiseled podcast," and it's called chiseled because we're constantly working on ourselves. <laughs> I was like, 
that's kind of cool, Jose. That's, that's See, and then that's that's clever. Exactly. So, well, I mean, we'll find something like that. It's it just it. It's a matter of time. Um, okay. So that's the purpose. Let's jump into how often are we gonna? What 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 are we shooting for? I mean, I like I still think we should do every other week because that gives us a very good time frame to collect information. To collect, uh, it's yeah, it's a good. I think it's a good buffer. That way, nothing becomes dry with the podcast. It gives us time to uh, you know do things in our own careers and then be able to talk about them. If we did it every week, um, I feel like the, you know there's a lot of times where a week just is just dead and you, you know it's just. No, I agree. Um, Not to mention that's also a lot putting that's putting a lot on us to do yeah, every week. I I think what's gonna be really cool about this is that we're gonna end up like I'm gonna be writing a lot more or even just like typing notes in my phone a lot more because I'm gonna want to bring stuff now. Yeah. Every two weeks it's like okay one week happened I don't want to forget what the hell happened on oh sure Monday December fifteenth you know what I mean. Um. So and that's I another think, thing cool too is like we you know we'll document things that. Something crazy happened, you know, last week or whatever. Or just well, exactly. like I just spent then, three days then, in Virginia Beach. I was, just, I was actually going to ask you about that. Yeah. How so was you, that? Um, it was. Um, since this is not a podcast, uh, it was. Uh, I mean, it was good. You know, there was a lot of good information. Um, there was a lot of information that wasn't relevant to me. Uh, it was. It was a big conference. There was like seventy some people there. They're all surveyors, all marine surveyors. Um, this is boat surveying Old, inspections. Guys? Yeah, all, I mean, in that industry in particular, I mean, I'm definitely like the youngest in the goddamn industry. I mean, that's honestly, that's an that's upper hand. Put it this, it is. But I, mean? I can I can explain some more on that, but put it this way: I'm 21 years old. There was one other kid there who was definitely in his 20s, but he wasn't there at first. So, like when I first walked in the room, like we had our first day. I mean, literally, the youngest guy next to me was like 40 something. I was the youngest by like 20 years, out of like 70 plus people. And these are all people that have been in the industry forever, who've been doing it for years, 30 years, whatever. So, and it's the truth. I am, like, there's no, there, the young generation is just not getting into this industry at all. So, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a good thing, too, because, like, there's new, really no competition. Um, it's or very little competition in the next 30 years. I'll say it won't be. If, anyway. if, the, if the next generation of kids doesn't get into that industry i mean there it, it will be dying it will be dying well i mean will it be dying or will it just be untapped no you're right it'll be untapped honestly because it won't die because you will, there'll always be a need for marine surveyors well, and yeah. especially then i'll get to the point where like i said a lot of his stuff wasn't relevant to me because there's a lot you can do with marine surveying and the simplest terms because a lot of people don't know what marine surveyor is it's basically a home inspection for your boat yeah but it's a lot more depth than home inspection and what i mean by a lot of stuff wasn't relevant to me there's a lot you can do. You can go into what I do is yachts and small crafts. That's what I'm designated to do. What's a what's considered a small? So craft? a yacht and small craft is like you know thirty foot boats, forty foot boats. I'll oh, do okay, fifty, okay. sixty footers. I'll do seventy footers. But honestly, I'm probably not going to touch too many boats above seventy, eighty feet. When you start getting up in those higher boats, um, they start to have bigger systems and usually a lot more um, stringent codes and stuff. But anyway. Gotta so you got small craft. Deeper. Yeah, but then there's also things like barges. Like you can do barges and towboats, oh, commercial cool. vessels. But again, they have their own set of parameters. A whole nother like I'd have to spend a whole another year or two doing just that stuff just Wait, to understand. Would you go with him or would you have to go with someone else? Well, no. See, that's the guy. My mentor doesn't do barges and stuff like oh, that. He doesn't. Wow. So he doesn't. He doesn't know all those standards. Doesn't know all those codes and everything that's legal and not legal for them to have. Um, so you know, there was a lot of talk about that stuff too. That obviously is not what I'm involved in, and I don't have plans to get involved into it. I got bigger goals. Um, I'll just go out here and say it. I don't plan to survey boats for 30 years. Um, it's cool because I could, and definitely, like I just mentioned, there's no, there's not the competition is very little. So I could, in the time that I'm getting into that industry, because I'm like the youngest generation getting in there, and there's so few of me, I could really capitalize on it. And I might, I might stick with it and capitalize on it in ways. Um, but obviously, you know, the point I mean, of this podcast, well, is, we got bigger goals. Is it only untapped in Maryland or is it, is it, you know, if it, cause I know you want to go to Florida. Like I know that that is for you, like one of those things, like you want to be there. Does that, is it untapped in Florida too? Or is that, just, um, is no, there's just definitely, kind of like there's definitely thing? more surveyors behind every bush in Florida just because it's Florida. Boating yeah, yeah, season yeah. is all year round. Um, and there's more boats like Lauderdale's like the yachting capital of the world and whatnot. But with that said, again, the generation of surveyors that are down there, they're all 
50 years old, 60 years old. I mean, most of them are hopefully going to be retiring in the next 10, 20 years. And even if they don't, not to sound this way, but I mean, 30, 40 years, they're not going to be surveying anymore. They might not so, be living anymore. Yeah, so, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, Florida's definitely more saturated. It's a more saturated market, but no, there's definitely a huge need in that industry, in the marine industry in general, and, you know, like any any other industry. People yeah, are yeah, looking yeah. for work. I mean, so. But and that's not a bad thing, you know? No. Um, I'm going to stop you because I have a serious problem right now. What's that? This is stuck on my finger. Did you just put it on your finger? Yeah. I'm I, gonna, you're just gonna have to live with that, man. I don't um, give me two seconds. Of, oh, I'm gonna go get the lotion. And and you're gonna you're gonna lube me up. College right, ring stuck on your finger. I can feel it swelling. It's swelling. How? What did you? I just went out of pain. What is that? It's lotion. Oh, you're gonna get lotion all over your headphones, the mutt. Oh, why has it got to be like white and thick too? Oh, it slid right off. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can feel it like coming around. This is why we need um, this podcast to be video recorded. <laughs> we need cameras and angles because it, it would just it would just add. But it is also kind of fun too because people are sitting here imagining what we're talking about and you lubing your finger up. Oh, white and creamy, white and creamy. No, but back to that, dude. No, that's awesome. Though. It's good opportunity. Um, for me, on the other hand, talking about industries and career. The real estate market is absolutely flooded with real estate agents in every yeah. single state. Um, but is there, I mean, like, all right, so let me ask you, let me turn the question on you then. How saturated is your market, and do you think you have a ton of competition? I, I would think Oh, my do. God, dude, there's so much competition. But that's what makes it fun, man. That's what, like. Well, that just means you got to work. That means you got to work it, harder. It is. that You have to figure out how you're going to be different, and you have to. You have to show people that. People you you got to be different. better than the next guy, right? Exactly. You people want to see different. They want to see care. They want to be cared for. They want to be understood. They want to be listened to. Like you have to do that. You have to put them first. You cannot put them second. And for the last year, I was just talking to it with Rob, talking about this with Rob. There's so many realtors because they basically were printing money for realtors. You could everybody was selling their house. Yeah. It, it, you were making so much money a year or two ago. Now it's slowing down. People are leaving mm-hmm. the real estate industry because there's no, you know, people aren't making as much money. So it's it's flooded, but it you have you're just gonna have to put yourself in front of yeah. people all the time. And you know that goes in uh, almost hand in hand with boat surveying as well. Not as far as real estate, but the market and people buying and selling. Because we, I survey a boat when somebody either buys it. Like the two main surveys I do is a pre-purchase or an insurance. And pre-purchase is somebody new buying a boat, not new, or somebody, somebody selling their boat and somebody's buying it. And I'm surveying the boat usually for the buyer. Okay, so if nobody's buying boats, then they don't need marine surveyors. Insurance, on the other hand, is insurance companies want their boat. Like, say I have my boat insured, yeah, and it's been three years or whatever, and I haven't had a survey done. Usually, this is for more expensive boats, you know, thirty, forty grand plus. Okay. Um, yeah, not cheaper. Not usually the cheaper side of boats. Some a lot of insurance companies won't require uh, a survey on that. Also, age. The age of the boat plays a big factor too. But oh, so they're they're not going for some nineteen. Well, usually 70. if it's older, if it's older, the insurance company is going to want a survey because it, oh, if it's yeah. older, it's going to have more problems. Oh, 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 so oh. so say I've had this boat for three years, whatever. The insurance company is telling me, hey, you need to update your survey on this because things have, could have changed, and they want to know what their liability is, right? They want to know what. Yeah, or what we, are they insuring? If, if something happens, if are something we going to make exactly. money, or are we yeah, just yeah, going to yeah. be throwing money out them? So, the um, so they require me, uh, the owner of the boat, to have an insur- insurance survey done. And so, as a marine surveyor, I would go and do an insurance survey, and then they, the owner of the boat will submit that report to the insurance company. Do Do they ever survey like what your dad has, like those twenty footers and stuff like that? Like a skiff? Like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we do. I mean, dude, we'll survey brand new boats. I mean, is that one like is that in and out? Basically, I mean, yeah, brand new boats and smaller boats like that is definitely it's less because, like I just said, they go for a lot less money. Or yeah, the, yeah, yeah, like yeah. my dad's skiff or like a Carolina skiff, you know, it's a early two thousand skiff. It's worth like twenty grand. You don't do a whole lot of those boats because most people are paying that little money for a boat. Either they're just gonna buy it anyway, you know, because it's so little money. It's, you know, people get a marine survey either because they want to know about the boat, like they're you know, when I'm going through a whole inspection, or because they're you know spending so much money. If they're spending a hundred grand on a boat 
What is you're gonna what win. is two thousand dollars? Yeah, for for me to go through the entire boat and tell you everything that is wrong with it. With the uh, let's let's run some hypothetical numbers here just for the just for the fun of it. If let's just say for example you made three grand on a survey, what what's your expense on that? Is is there any expenses? I mean, my biggest expense is obviously time. I mean, yeah. If it's such, if it was a three thousand dollar survey, that's probably a really big boat. Like that, okay. three thousand um, dollars would probably be like a fifty sixty footer, and I'm gonna spend a day or two on the boat, and a day or two I'm gonna spend like the first day I'm gonna spend eight eight hours, an eight hour day on the boat, going through the boat. The next day, if I didn't get to finish the boat, then I might have to go through it some more, and then I got a whole report to write. So, I'll just give you an example for a standard boat. You know, let's say I'm doing like a thirty foot boat. That survey might be like eight or nine hundred dollars okay. okay i'm gonna spend four to six hours on that boat and then i'm gonna spend another four hours so you got a you're, writing a you're, report you're, you're 800 you're 100 bucks an hour basically the minimum probably yeah yeah um i mean i, guess I mean we fun. charge by the foot but yeah but you don't there's no every time you go to a boat the only expenses you have is your time and your gas so now that's right that's right, right. I, there, there's not i um, kind of forgot your question there yeah um so yeah let's say it's a thousand dollars let's say it's a thousand dollar survey right it's 35 foot boat whatever um, my expense is obviously my time. I'm going to spend eight plus hours. You know, I'm going to spend a whole day's work and maybe then some on doing the boat and the report. So you get your time, fuel. Usually, you know, it's I'm self-employed. You're driving around. I'm driving two hours to Jersey, three hours yeah. to whatever, Deal, Maryland, anything. So your fuel, time, time with driving, you know, time you're spending to get there and home, time you're spending on the boat, time on the report. And then obviously you're paying for my experience and knowledge because why else well, are you hiring no. me? So when but I, then yeah, and I'll get so oh, oh. then you have tools, right? You know, I'm I don't go there with nothing. You know, I have there's moisture meters. Those are expensive, four hundred dollars for a moisture meter. You have you know specialized hammers. Um, if I'm doing computer hookups, I mean that's a computer. It's software. That's I mean you can get engine software. It's seven thousand dollars for God, all that wait. software stuff. Um, thermal imaging. Thermal imaging is really expensive. A thermal image camera is you know anywhere from freaking a thousand bucks to some are thirty grand. Like the one guy at the conference, he that's all he you know, see this goes back into specialized too. That's all he does is thermal images halls of boats. He gets flown all over the country to thermal image the hall sides to find moisture in the hall. Uh, he has a thirty thousand dollar thermal imaging gun. I bet you and then three he's, times he's he trained made for it that bad. too, right? <laughs> so there's also education. He's trained for that. He's a level three thermo thermographer, which is thermal imaging. Dude, just to become a level one, it's like $2,500 for the class to get level one. Jesus. So you're level three. I mean, he spent thousands and thousands of dollars educating and got, himself. And he's got the camera for And he's got him. the camera. And then, you know, he's he's flying all over the country. So unless they're paying for his room and board and everything, I mean, that's factored in that. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, there are expenses. But in general, my expenses are fairly low. Because, I mean, you know, once you buy all that, once I have all well, the software, it, I have all the tools... You're not buying that every day. You're not buying that every survey. Sometimes not even every year. I mean, you'll update the softwares or buy new as new stuff comes out. You break your moisture meter or whatever. But yeah, my expenses are fairly low. It's mostly time. It's mostly time. That's I mean, that's how real estate is. Is I have a monthly expense with the company I'm with, but not every company is like that. You don't yeah. always have a company that you're gonna pay a monthly fee to. I have my monthly expense, um, and then my MLS multiple listing service. It's a it's a hundred and twenty bucks a quarter, so basically yeah. five hundred bucks. And a you year. went through education too, you know. Exactly, the, the education was cheap. It was like two hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, it's but wild. you'll continue to educate. You know, just like exactly. Like I'm in a class. I'm in, I'm in a class now. It was six hundred dollars. It's a it's called a hundred days to greatness. So yeah. you know that was another six hundred bucks and so forth. It, I think all said and done, for me to get started in like my yearly expense is basically three grand. It's about three thousand dollars every year to to jump in and kind of do what you need to do. Um, now the six hundred dollars, that's like that's variable because it's, I I may not take it every year. You know what I mean? Because it's, yeah. it's 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 one of those things that you could take, you don't have to take. It was it was kind of optional, but um, I was recommended to take it, so I said, all right, well, you know, with with six hundred bucks, whatever, so be it. Life moves on. Yeah. I mean, for most of the part, same thing. It's just a time thing. It's going to be how much time I'm spending with people, how much... And that goes back to making yourself different. How much time can you put forth for people? That's what people really want to see is what's your commitment to them. Yeah, another thing with us being both self-employed and, you know, with the real estate agent, you're the marine surveyor, I mean, you're 
you are, I mean, you ha- you work with a, uh, a company, obviously. Um, yeah. But, I mean, you only be with them for so long. I mean, advertisement, you paying for advertisement, self-advertisement, having a website, you know, trying to get the website out to people, business cards, whatever the case may be, how are you advertising yourself? There's a good expense it, come to that. It. And that's what it comes down to, and that's kind of what I have to figure out is is where is the point that it's worth it to be with a larger because the the company I'm with is EXP. Is how much exposure does do they give you? It, exactly. Right? So that's where you kind of have to come together, and you know, after you have your real estate license for three years, you're eligible to go get your broker's license, and you can go do that, and then you open your own thing. But mm-hmm. you know, that's expensive too. Yeah. So it all it all comes down to a cost thing and how much business you have. So the hope is is in three years you have a ton of clients and if you don't want to be with them anymore, you go and do your you own build thing. Build your own build your own. Exactly. Uh, you you bring a team together, you know, and you, you basically do what they're doing but on a much smaller scale. Mm-hmm. That's what one of my projects for school is creating right now. I'm actually creating a brokerage that's uh focused on first time home buyers. Because I don't know any brokerage that's kind of specialized. In the area of first-time home buyers, everyone's just kind of like, bring us everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's more of like a targeting segment. So I don't know. It'd be in, it would be interesting. Wow, that that picks up. Keys right. are very loud. Um, so no. Oh, you want to hear my business idea? Talking about business ideas. Okay. What was that? I don't know. Do you want to say this on the podcast? Your business idea? Somebody yeah, tell me, you might steal it. I mean, if yeah, I mean, if it's really good, we'll gut it out. <laughs> That's not how podcasts work. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I, you know, maybe somebody reaches out and says, "Oh my God, I've had this idea forever." And let me state, this isn't solely my idea. Someone else came to me with the idea, and we kind of brainstormed it. And I'm allowed to say it because they told me to pursue it because they weren't pursuing it, but they just uh-huh. thought it was a good idea. Um, you know how apartment complexes and like schools and stuff have a maintenance guy. Yeah. Well, what if you went to these nicer neighborhoods and had a maintenance business that basically just went around and you did air filters and chimney cleaning and like all like all those like little tedious tasks that nobody remembers? And I don't know if that it might be. It's like a handyman. Yeah, yeah. People are hand like there are people. It's 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 very self employed. I don't now see. I don't know if there's. I wouldn't know because I didn't. I haven't looked into this. Yeah, Uh, but it's worth looking into. If there's no there's no company. Or companies that, you know, hire like three guys, or whatever, and then you know they write, they go get neighborhoods, or they get a bunch of houses, or you know whatever. Maybe it, you can make it membership based. Well, that's what I mean is is you track, you know, I don't know how long filters last. I've never really looked into it, but you know your front home you, HVAC system, yeah, like your HVAC stuff. You know, you take it, you put it in, and then you put in your system on December second, twenty twenty two. Put in filter. So you're you're okay. So you're focusing on like a home maintenance yeah and so you would do like neighborhoods you would just go to the neighborhoods you door knock sell your business to them you'd say hey well, this is what we do we um, you know, may- you know maybe you do like an all together like a window wash and a, a gutter clean in the in the summer and you know that reminds do- me a lot of um because obviously there's individual uh you have individual people that specialize in that right you have an hvac guy exactly or you have exactly. a long guy a long care guy whatever in boats as well i mean just like boats you know if you have a boat you have a mechanic or you have a fiberglass guy, or you have a detailer who washes the boot. Okay, there are companies out there, um, and I'm pretty interested in, in starting one of these. But like again, it, you know, it's being done. It's not something new. There are management. You can find the gap for it. There are know? management companies that will literally manage, and usually it's with really expensive boats, like million dollar plus. There are management companies that manage the millionaire's boat. You know, if I if I'm a guy and I have a fucking three million dollar boat. Obviously, if I have a three million dollar boat, I probably have other things to do in life. Like if I have a yacht, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. not myself spending all that time on a yacht, and I'm not going to sit there and call the mechanic, call the fiberglass guy, call the boat dealer. No, I hire a management company who takes care of all of that. They wash the boat, they fuel the boat up, they do everything, all the maintenance, everything that's needed with that boat based on what I want to do. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be very similar to the house. You have a management company who would take care of all that. And you could even subcontract it out, you know. If I, I, that's what I mean is, like, you, you basically, you go around and you say, hey, here's what we're doing. We are looking for, uh, let's say let's just say every three months you change your furnace filter. I know that's not true. Guys, I don't, I don't have a furnace, know. so. Um, and 
So you say, hey, every three months we're going to come change your furnace filter. All right, great. You put in the system, yada, yada. You just sub it out, and you send somebody that just needs work, some young guy or even some older guy that needs work, and you send them out for a couple bucks. They change the furnace filter, and they're out. And you just do it, and you do, and you add on, like, okay, in the springtime it's raining a lot, and, you know, all the leaves from fall just fell. Mm-hmm. We'll clean the gutters for you. Boom. Same same company, you're just subbing out the work. You know, see, yeah, that's, that's not a bad idea, and I don't, have to ask. You'd have to ask a bunch of. You'd do like a survey. You'd have to ask a bunch of homeowners to see if. if who, yeah, who do like, you like? Do you clean your gutters or you pay somebody to do it? Who do you pay? Yeah, how much like, are you paying? Like, what's your average? And then, how often do you change your furnace filter? How often do you change the HVAC filter? Um, I'm trying to think of how often do you wash the windows. I'm trying and to see, think like what other. What's things cool about are... subcontracting too is we wouldn't. I'm trying to think, we would we would have to have a limit because obviously you need specialized people for certain things. But would we could we just. If you know somebody's like, oh well, you know my air conditioning isn't really working. Could you do that? And you're like, sure. And, you, and we and just you have guys already yeah, you just there. Subcontract. You subcontract to an HVAC guy. Yeah, and I th- but the thing of it is that adds on to this, which is really cool. And I don't. I mean, it's similar to like a calendar, but you could technically create a schedule. Well, a system. You could create your own system or like an application or something that does this. And then you could sell this to homeowners. And homeowners would log, you know, maybe you go to Home Depot and you scan your bar tag on the back of the furnace filter. And you say, all right, this is the one I use. And you say, all right, on December 2nd, I put this in. And then a month later. There's conflict that people who are going to Home Depot and know exactly the furnace filter they need aren't hiring a manager coming here. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, is the people that don't need that is you create an app for them that manages the actual scheduling of everything that when they need to do it so that they can be reminded. Oh, so you're talking about like making a maintenance schedule. Exactly, a maintenance schedule app. I don't know if that exists too. That might be out there. It might not. But like I mean, like that's what I'm saying. Is like you could do both ends of it. If for the people that don't want it, oh hey, by the way, we have this app, and people who do want it. It's like oh great, okay, we'll do this. All for right, you. so a question for you: Do you have that idea written down somewhere? Um, maybe I have it written on my computer. Well, see, you should because like, because I I've done the same thing. I've come up with certain business ideas, and uh, usually they're later at night, certain times. And yeah. I wake up the next morning and I'll be like. That's a fucking dumb idea. Why did I think oh, of that? Dude, yeah, but I got it written it, down, you know? And I'll, sometimes I'll revisit them. Um, that. Duh, that's what the point of this is. Oh, uh, yeah, whatever. So, <laughs> so anyway, so I think, yeah, you should, you should definitely... I, I, I kind of like that idea. You should definitely keep that on the background. It, we should. It, it's one of those things... Like, I know we were texting outside hustles earlier. This is one of those things where if you get five or six people and you learn how to manage it and put it on a schedule, that's five or six quick couple bucks it is to learn how to change a filter and do a few gutter cleans and get up on a ladder. You know what I mean? Like, that's easy stuff. It's grunt work. But, like, your mom, your mom would have paid you and I to go clean the gutters instead of her. Probably. You know what I mean? And then we say, hey, every year we're going to do it. Here's the time we're going to come do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. To me, that seems... And it's See, with that, too, it's definitely... um Sometimes a more hired clientele too, who's gonna pay everybody to you're, do you're, everything. You're going to want to go to a higher end neighborhood yeah. because those are the people that, like you said, same thing with the boat. They it's don't be people have who, time. Uh, they don't have time. They're not gonna mess with it. They're exactly. gonna hire a management company. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's a good idea. I, I like it. I, it's interesting, and I'm I, curious. I, I'm I am curious to know because, like I just said, I know it's in the boat industry. I know people are already doing that. I've met companies. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know in the house market if anybody's doing that. I ha- and I haven't, I didn't look into it too deep, um, but I kind of just got into the brainstorm session with the person, and you know, we ended up down just yeah. a, you know, forty-five hour long, long conversation about it. Um, forty-five it, hour, forty-five minute hour. <laughs> so you know, it it was interesting um, to say the least. And like I said, it could just turn into a small side hustle where you make a couple couple bucks each month off it. And it's something, one of those things that you just do, you figure out, hey, every Friday I got two hours of my time, I go to Mr. Jim's house and go fix something for him real quick. I don't know. Well, see, I, I would be definitely more interested in uh, making it employee-based. Oh, I would yeah. definitely be able like, to sub it out and just deploy a team of two guys yeah. to go to 123 New Street and, mm-hmm. you know, just do the work. Instead of me have to worry about it. Yeah. I thought one of my other ideas, and again, this is, it's being done, but having like 
doing boat washing or whatever and just hiring. I tried it. I did some math and I put it in a spreadsheet and it would probably work out. But I'm then re- the biggest problem that my mother always comes to me and tells me every time I have one of these ideas is I'm because I'm trying to move towards that right employee based and I want to just sub it out. She's like, well, then you're relying. You're relying on all those people. If you don't want to do any of the work, well, you're relying on all them to do everything. See that book there, the four hour work week. It's it's a it, it can be a little hard to get through, but once we start creating our businesses, I want to revisit that book. It's really good to learn how to do that in the correct way, yeah. in a way that's effective, inefficient, um, and yeah, and like, it can be done. Obviously, me reading it now, it does me no good because I don't have a business. You're where not in I the position to do that. these yeah. things. So when I read the book, I was like, ah, and it's it, it's great book. Guy, he's super genius. He's He's a little different, um, but it's definitely something I want to revisit when I create a business that I can delegate tasks to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and so, like, I might be doing it. I, I hope I'll be doing it here in the near future with the boat rentals, you know. If, yeah. If, if the boat rentals, because, like, last summer they did good as far as they definitely made money. Like, the pricing was definitely, like, my, you know, the profit was definitely covering the expenses and then some. Um, but the biggest thing I was realizing as the summer went on is I was spending every weekend doing it. Like my every single weekend in the summer was being taken up by me dealing <laughs> with these rentals and I couldn't go out and enjoy my own boat or, you know, see my friends because people work during the week. My whole weekend was taken up. So I would love isn't to move into hiring a guy to take care of that, pay him a wage, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as it grows, as the, if, if, if it grows – uh, could I hire, you know, two guys? And that's ideally for that type of business that I have here. I really need a location. A single location would really help me with that on the water. But I don't know. I I, I um. I think for a while, I think that's how it has to be, though. And yeah, and then it is. You, and, you know, know what I mean? when you start your own business, you are doing all the work. You exactly. have to do it all, and you'll never make it if you don't put in the work. Well, exactly. You it's, because you have you have to master the craft before exactly. you can just give. It you got to gotta master it before I'm, you can tell somebody, teach somebody how it, to do exactly. it. Exactly. And I'm all and I'm all about that. I I think that that's really important. I think that if, I think that if people are out there listening to people that have never done what they're doing currently, I think that you're an idiot. I think I think you need to go find a new mentor. Um, I think that even when you start your business, you should be doing everything at first. You should probably come a little closer to the mic. Am I a little far? Well, that's too close <laughs> now. But oh, you can bring the mic to you. Oh yeah, you know. I forgot they're they're mic arms. Yeah, it's almost I, like we, adjustable. We, we definitely do need um video though. Yeah. I need some new headphones too. Um, and should we get ones? I guess these don't matter anymore, though. What? I mean, do we need the bigger? Oh, cords. Um, yeah. I don't know. It it might take away some of the static, but just like we were listening, uh, the static is coming probably from the soundboard as well. Um, but as long as it's not carrying through the audio, which I don't think it is, I think we're fine. Uh, like I said, it sounded really good on the phone and through the car. Um, for the most part, I think it was good. I think these are really nice. I think we're going to have to learn about them a lot more. Oh, yeah. We have, no, we have no idea what we're doing with this podcast as far as all this audio equipment. We are just... I mean, we're plugging and playing. Yep. Plugging and playing, going and at again, it. And again, just what we talked about, you got to master the craft before we can... Oh, exactly. ...to someone else, you know, because big, big podcasts like Jerry and stuff, they, they, everybody, someone else handles it all. They just sit there and talk. Yeah, that's all it is. You know, they're just two dudes yeah. talking but that's somebody not, behind. That's not our goal here game. anyway. Our goal here anyway is well, not it, to turn this into a big podcast like that. It's, our goal is to now, document. Now let me ask you something because I think, exchange this, is knowledge with I think this is important sometimes. If, say, something like this did get big, how how would you handle? I'm just curious. How would you handle it? Would you pursue so for example, it, or like, would you? For example, if like we started posting these podcasts and all of a sudden, you know, we're pulling in ten thousand, thirty thousand views or whatever, yeah, or something yeah. like that. Ten thousand would, would I pursue it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would for sure pursue it. I'm not gonna turn down something that's working. Okay. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um. And you know what I would do is if if it started to work that way, then I would like okay, what's working and why and how can we capitalize? Right? What's like working? That. How can we make it bigger? I can keep going. And I think that's where some I think that's where some people's ego steps in is they see it as like, oh, we're doing so good. And they never question like what is working. And yeah, they and, they, and working they kinda they kinda change because they feel like this success 
has, you know, it's, oh, you were good. We, we have 10,000 people. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm doing that right now with my advertising because, like, I'm paying for advertising for my website, right? And I'm using, like... Are you paying for advertising right now? At the moment. Why? Well, because I'm just starting the marine surveying and I want to get... Oh, oh, this I thought you meant for the boat rental and I was... No, no, not necessarily. I'm, realistically, I'm advertising my website. I'm just trying to get more traffic to my website. Because oh, okay. from there, I mean, it's the rentals, the survey, everything's on there. Um, but I use, like, a bunch of keywords, right? If I have, like, 40, 50 keywords or whatever, I can see which keyword is working, right? So if the most popular keyword I have right now, which doesn't even relate to my current business, is used boat sales. A ton oh. of people are looking for used boats. Well, that's the keyword that's working. Now it's, it is driving people to my website because my ad's popping up, and uh, I will have some used boats for sale eventually. But I'm like, okay, well, if that's the keyword that's working, how can I play with that? How can I use that to bring people to survey? Like, you know, a good thing about used boats is usually if you're buying a used boat, well, you might need a marine surveyor. Yeah. So that's what I have is the used boat is the most popular keyword. The first thing that pops up is marine surveyor sales and service. So even though it's not a used boat they're looking for, they're like, oh, well, here's a marine surveyor for when I do find a boat. Um, I I like that. I never, I, I don't know if I ever looked at it like that. It's figure out even the smallest section of it all. You know what I mean? That's working. Because maybe it's not the whole website. Maybe it's just that the key, that keyword. And then you, you take off from it's, there. Yeah, I mean, because Marine Surveyor, that specific keyword, people looking for that, I'm getting, like, no hits on it. Like, no one, whatever's looking for that. Okay, so what are they looking well, for? I, well, and think, how can we drive that traffic wonder, to me? I wonder if what you're doing almost is making people realize a problem that they don't know they have. Well, see, and that will be the case for some people. Mm -hmm. Not everybody's going to see it that way, but you'll get that one guy. It's like, oh. Well, I was looking for, you know, I needed a marine server, or I didn't even know, or what, you know, the better question is, what is a marine server? Because a lot of people don't know. Do you and when have, they might read have that. You, are you, have you put your, like, description up there? Of what, oh, I, yeah, on my website, oh, I got oh, a okay, section. Okay. Now, again, it's it still needs work, and it'll, it'll need work for as long as I live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's there, yeah, so you can go and find that, and people can read just a short blip about what it is and who you are. Yeah, well, kind of. I don't have any information about me on there yet. Uh oh, they might think you're a pedophile or something. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> Whatever brings in the bucks, I guess. I'll tell you what. I, I, I've, I've tried to make my LinkedIn bio like four times now, and I just I hate it. I hate it. So, yeah, and that's, I don't have anything on my website that's like about me. I don't have a section about that yet. I mean, I think I'm going to have to. I need to pay someone to just write a, a quick paragraph about, about me because I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah, dude. I'm not very good about writing about myself either. I had to do it for a recommendation letter. Which um, is funny because this is literally about us. Um, yeah, literally. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't um, know. Maybe I'll just throw the podcast up there on the uh, on the old website. I, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna put this on LinkedIn and Facebook and everything. Oh, Jesus. Because I think, I think in all honesty, right now I'm terrified to put this on Facebook. I'm terrified to put this anywhere. Yeah. I'm so scared. I'm so scared of the um. What I don't even know what I'm scared of. You remember when I got I did that article? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, you know, I was happy to do it, whatever, and it was a cheesy little thing. But I had no intent personally. I had no intentions of sharing it with anyone. Like I told, <laughs> I told some friends and family. Well, lo and behold, you know Haley. She puts it on her Facebook. And I shared it. I know you did. But yeah. So as as soon as like one person shares on Facebook, now everybody's sharing it. And next thing you know, I'm getting text messages. And every time I'm seeing like a you know a friend I haven't seen in a week or a month, and they're like, "Oh man, really? That's a nice article. Like I didn't know you were doing that." And it's great because it is giving me exposure and people are learning about it. But I'm just like, I know it's almost embarrassed to like. But, and I, I, I don't know what I'm scared well, yeah, exactly. about. I don't know why I'm embarrassed because it's, it's nothing but it's beneficial. My business. It's, it's my business. It's nothing but beneficial. It's my business. And I don't, um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, what freaks me out about other people going, thinking about other people. Well, gonna I mean, be able to especially with this podcast, this podcast, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a dive into some of our personal life. Well, yeah, okay, I, maybe, maybe especially it's with that. this podcast. Yeah, I mean, because this is us. This yeah. is going to be about exactly. us. Exactly, because like the article, you know, I I had questions and I answered the questions, and I, I could have answered them however I wanted, but us sitting here at a podcast, I mean, we're just sitting here talking for an hour. Sometimes you might not even realize what we say, or I don't know. It's it's definitely a lot more personal. Oh yeah, and a lot more on the spot, unfiltered. That's gonna so be that's I, that. Could be look, scary. I've been I've been practicing. Oh, oh, that's I'll, I'll 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 hit that in a second. 
No, I've been practicing and like trying to be more filtered about be more filtered, yeah. About like cussing and stuff, you know. It's it's hard sometimes. That's really hard for me too. It's, I'm a huge cusser. Yeah, so. yeah. Um no, so I think Haley and I are actually gonna end up doing some but not but different channel thing, I guess you call it. You're gonna what do a podcast? Yeah, I don't know. We actually had it like we had a we just enjoyed it. It was just a good hour of just sitting like this. You could do you talking. could do a relationship podcast. I don't think we'll do that. <laughs> I think we'll just kinda I don't know, we'll do something. I, I don't we I mean we just talked. It was it was more like a therapy session than um like you see, a, have you heard about the dinner table uh discussion or whatever? Dinner table discussion. Yeah, it was something I was reading about. Um, and it, honestly, this is this probably correlates more towards a, a married couple or so. Um, but it's like married couples should pick a day in the week or once a month uh, where they simply have they dedicate at least like at least an hour to sit down and discuss you know them their feelings, their thoughts, oh, their relationship. Oh, oh. It is an in depth conversation about themselves to each other mm-hmm. and everything. And it said that you should like it should be mandatory. You should dedicate a time of day a certain date of the week or of the month to have this conversation because if you don't you know that's how that's how relationships often go without communicating yeah, yeah, and you know yeah. they don't talk about their problems or whatever um so it's funny like you guys want to do maybe like a podcast like that that could be like your the dinner, dinner, your dinner ta- table conversation dinner table. You know, maybe we'll call it that dinner table i don't dinner know so that, that gives you the opportunity to sit down here one-to-one and talk to each other you're a little far um but yeah you can just sit there and talk to each other <laughs> No, it was. I, we actually had a good time, I and mean, we we did uh we did fifty six minutes, and we definitely could have went longer, but it was like eight thirty, and I was, I was snoozing, man. It was a day I had that class, so I was. It was, oh. it was a crazy day that day. That turned out good. Ten people showed up. It would have been eleven if you were there. For the pie? No, for uh, the first time home buyers. Oh, class. oh yeah, yeah. You missed some valuable information. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was busy getting other valuable information. Over there's, a, I brought a packet home for you. Is that what that stuff is? That is. Yep. It's a packet for you with a notepad. They got a legal pad. I see the notepad. I got a notepad for surveyors. That's pretty nice. So I'm gonna try to do one of those classes uh, each quarter. So what? once a quarter. Oh, okay. So four a year, basically. Maybe if maybe a few more, but the is that giving you are you getting any like certificate from that? Do you nope. have to do continue educational? Credits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, you have every to do... two years, fifteen hours. Oh yeah, okay. It's, I mean, it's straightforward. You just sit in a yeah. class. It's very it. similar with me. Like the one I just went to, it was like a twenty-one credit thing. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. It's I yeah. Mean, I got to do the continue education as well. For the most part, it's my mom does it every two years. They hop on a Zoom call. And you sit there for eight hours for two days, mm-hmm. and that's your continued education. Yeah, my mom does the same thing with the taxes. Yeah, it's so I mean, it's pain in the butt, but it is what it is. Yeah, it's what it is. Gonna whatever. Do, you know? It's whatever. Um. Oh, but so back to kind of our podcast. I wanna I wanna jump back. Uh, I think within our podcast we have sessions like this, where it's kind of just open conversation, and I think we're gonna we'll probably have sessions that are more geared towards a topic. Sure. And then maybe we eventually do like Q and A sessions, or yeah, maybe somebody you, watches our stuff. Sure. You know what I mean? Like we can we can split up. We we talked about it in the last podcast. That one is it's you know it's junk. It's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> but running through deals, we analyze a deal. We, oh yeah, we yeah, screen, yeah. We yeah. screenplay it while we talk about it and stuff like that. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. I know. I do think there would be a huge interest for people looking into that. You know, want to see the breakdown on how we're. How maybe you find a house or how I find a boat and exactly. break it down about what could you make money off it? Could you flip it or you know whatever? Because these are what's I think what's going to be interesting about these for us at least is we're not following some guru um, drop shipping. You know what I mean? This is this is pretty clean cut. This, this is, is what's in us. front of us. This is this us is what's trying. Happening. This is us trying at life. Basically. Exactly, and I mean people people are literally going to watch failure. They're gonna watch. Dude, they're gonna watch success. That's, that's, they're gonna that's watch the best it all. Thing to, best thing to do right there is to watch someone else fail, so you can learn from their mistakes. <laughs> exactly, and that, I mean I've, that's a good. That's kind of our give back there. You know what I mean? Is we're 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 testing that's gonna the be, waters. Uh, six ninety nine a month. Six ninety nine. Yeah, that's like I said. We got it. We get a, a thousand tweet, people. Right? A thousand people oh, to pay us five bucks a month. We'll be all right. Well, did you see that? They, yeah, you had to have saw that tweet from Elon Musk to AOC. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She she made a you know comment, and he was like, "Thank you for your opinion. Now pay five dollars." <laughs> <laughs> I just saw somebody come back, and they, were, 
I, I forget what he said. He said something about, oh, gosh, it's sus. And then somebody commented back and was like, uh-oh, Elon knows slang. <laughs> he's a he's a goober, dude. Uh, did, did they let um everybody back on Twitter? He's letting a lot of people back on. Um, he hasn't let some accounts back on, though, yet. Oh, yeah, my time Which, limits up. I can't even check. Oh, yeah, so I don't – I'm not sure what he's doing with it yet. I haven't paid too much attention to it. I know – I know originally he like did a vote, whatever he let the you know Donald Trump back on and whatnot, and then he didn't let certain people, and like he banned a couple more, like he banned like H three H three or whatever. Why did he ban H three H I I don't know. He made a bunch of comments. To, to be honest, I don't care for him either. But somebody made a comment to Elon saying it's like you know you're you're just as bad as the other guy because you are letting your personal opinions and feelings get in the way of. Business freedom of speech, freedom of yeah. speech. Oh, oh, oh. Basically, you know, because he is now the sole dictator of who gets to be on the platform and who doesn't. So it's, you know, you're just as bad as the other people. So even though he said early on he was going to make a committee and nobody was going to get reinstated until they went through that committee. And then, you know, he went ahead and just started, you know, putting people on and banning others. So hopefully he goes back to his original statement where, you know, this committee comes about and that's how it's done. And to be honest, I think he did make a tweet and said something about, like, he did a vote, a poll, if the majority of people want everyone to be allowed to be on the I, I think, again, uh, I think he said that if he asked the people if everyone should be allowed to be there, like, everyone should be allowed to have a Twitter account, whatever, and say what they want, as long as it's not, like, um, as long as, like, it wasn't the extreme, right? As long as what they saying weren't on the extreme end. That, that's what, I, like, as you were saying, I was thinking, like, dude, why why the hell would we let, like, child rapists and pedophiles? Well, no, see, exactly, and, like, and that, like that's that, the extreme like, end. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, that would be the extreme end. But it's funny, too, because you have, like, you have terrorist groups and, you know, uh, extremist religion groups that have Twitter accounts and that say all kinds of really bad things and have horrible views and they're allowed to have Twitter accounts yet. H three H three is not, or whatever, or the, the you know the president was taken off for inciting violence in quotations, but whatever. So. <laughs> no, I don't know. I I don't. I who knows. I I'm happy they let him buy Twitter though, because if they didn't, I think it would have raised a lot of red flags for people. If he wasn't allowed to buy Twitter, well, no, it, I mean he was allowed to buy Twitter. It was like he had backed out of the contract because Twitter wasn't was it? holding up their end of the bargain oh, as oh, far as oh, showing oh. like uh, how many like a percentage of bots or whatever. And so they were taking him to court, and then he ended up just buying it anyway. And that just valued he, it voided the court thing. So what's Twitter stock look like? I don't know. I haven't watched it. Let's take a look. I'm not sure, but uh, I know. Tesla's been up and down. They're kind of up right now. They're like 196 or something. Uh, Apple's been uh, hanging in the 147 Dude, area. has been killing it. Have they? Yeah. I was looking the other day. Last month, they're up like 30% or 20%. Oh, wow. I have to look. Does Twitter not have a stock? No, they, they're publicly traded, I'm pretty sure. I don't know their... Uh, it's like TWR or something. TWR? Uh, something like that. Huh. Oh, yeah, because they, uh, they took Twitter off the market, actually, for a little while there. Did they put it back on? Oh. Huh. They made it so you couldn't trade Twitter for a little while. On Robinhood? Or? Anywhere. It was taken off the uh, exchange or whatever. Yeah, look at that. Uh, Starbucks up it might be 26... Off right now. Yeah, Starbucks in the last month up 26.11%. That's that's awesome. They are down for the year, though, 6%. Well, everybody's pretty much down for the year. It's you oh, know, yeah. the economy. But yeah, Starbucks is up quite a lot. And I, I don't know. I, I always, um with stocks, and I'm no, I'm no, I'm no good at them, but... I was listening to a podcast with Kevin Hart, and he was talking about sometimes it's good if you just, you know, it's sometimes it's good to just invest in companies you believe in, e you know, if it's even if it's not like a ton of money, you know what I mean? Um, not that I've really taken that to heart or anything. Yeah, but what's the premise behind that? What's investing I, in companies you believe in? I don't because it's not how the market his, works. His his because he was trying to explain it to his kids like. Hey, do you like Colgate? And they were like, Yeah. And he's like, Well, do you think Colgate will be around for a while? 
And I'm like, well, yeah. And he's like, all right, well, you can invest in Colgate. See, I think what maybe that, what that sounds like is it sounds like he's picking like bigger, like like maybe blue chip stocks or they're, something. They're, they're, they were all everything that he was talking about was big. Like it was like Apple, it was Colgate. Yeah, they're like it, blue big, chip yeah, stocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the bigger ones. But yeah, his point there would be like they're gonna be around for a while, so they're a safe bet, and everything's a bet. It's a safe bet to put money in them because they'll be here for the next five, ten years or whatever. You know, Apple's not going anywhere. Disney's not going anywhere. No. Twitter, well, I Twitter. Think Disney, I think Disney's even down for a could while. Be down. Well, Disney's definitely been taking a hit recently with all their uh, their uh, uh, woke stuff. So, and you know what? That is hilarious. On? The go woke, no, go broke are. statement. I'm sure you've heard that, right? No, nah, you haven't I mean, heard "Go Woke, dude, Go Broke." I don't. I don't even keep up with it all. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's obviously all politics there, and I don't want to get into that. But wow, it is hilarious how thirty-two, yeah, almost thirty-three percent last it, year. You should look into this. The "Go Woke, Go Broke" statement. It's hilarious how like true a lot of it's becoming. Like people say, if your if your company goes woke, which you know is like giving in to. You know, you know, giving in to the hypocrisy of the left side, you know, doing everything they want you to do. Yeah, they're yeah. going broke because it's, it's like you're listening to all these people and you're doing what they want you to do. Well, it's it's not the smartest business decision, and it's not in a lot of cases it's not the right thing to do. And then you have things like Disney where their stock is down, and this you know the the, the governor of Florida decides to take away a lot of their privileges and this that the third so. I I haven't I haven't kept up with it. Um, I don't know why. I think just because I don't care sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I'm definitely a lot more political than you. Oh but, uh, yeah, yeah, hundred. I think, and I think people realize that. But yeah, I try not to. Uh, I don't. You know, at, at the end of the day, pusher. At the at the at the at the end of the day, I have no plans on getting involved in politics. I really don't care. I you know I do care who our president is. I do care. I, I do care in a sense like that, but. I'm not, yeah, I don't really like to get into heavy politics either because it is a lot of just BS. I mean, it's all like, I don't know the best way to put it, but it, honestly, the best way to put it is it, it's politics. It's simply politics. Oh, yeah. it's, politics is its own thing. It's it's it's, it's um, its own maniac, you know? Yeah. I don't so know. I, maybe, I, I'm, I think, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from it as much as I can. I think I I think I just never got into it because I. I don't never interest me. I mean, it's annoying. I mean, it really is. I think it's that's headaches, probably why I never it's got freaking. Into it. It's yeah. It's just I stepped away from it. Nothing that it's going to benefit me in my financial life. This is about financials, so it's about everything, not just financials. Well, yeah, but I mean, obviously, we have financial goals we're trying to meet. And that's, oh no, I get that. I, that's and we can get into that. Another. We can make a whole podcast on our financial goals and. Plans how we like try that. how we're gonna attempt to get there. I I, that that would be a cool one. I, I think uh, that'll be another boring one. We did we did do one that was probably kind of boring. Like yeah, that. the one we just just yeah that was almost boring. Um, Sound our computers. Do you have anything that you really want to make sure we do within this podcast that like you would want to mention? Um, that there people... is something. I I don't have any specific. Uh, goals, you know, that we must do or anything. But uh, last night I uh, was with uh, some people that made me think of the podcast, and I wanted to bring. It was an individual, and I won't say names or anything right now, but it's an individual that is a friend of mine. I want to bring him. I want to introduce him to you, mm-hmm. and I kind of want to bring him on the podcast because he is. He's very intelligent. He's a smart individual, and he's very like minded to us, right? He's, okay. He's got plans and goals, but he also he's spent a lot of his education. He spent a lot of time doing like uh, journalism and. I'm okay. And stuff, stuff like that, where he he knows about a lot of journalism, and he knows a good bit about stocks, and he's very interested. He's not like super political, right? He doesn't like lean left or right. He's very interested in like the world news and stuff, and like what's going on with the world. Like he knows a lot about FTX and that whole crash with the crypto oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's very interested in that stuff, and also he he comes from a very journalistic perspective. So I was talking with him last night, and I'm like, man, like he would be perfect to sit right here at this podcast because he would Dude. just. I was thinking about go this, around, and uh, like as I look around, this it's a pretty easy move, but I think from a more comfortable standpoint, it may make more sense that sometimes we do them in uh, the bigger the spare room in your house. I mean, yeah, I, from I like care. your friend. I mean, this is quick and easy. Like this is a, it's I can move yeah, this. I in mean, five yeah, we minutes. still need a table set up. You know, yeah. um, I was I was looking for a table. We'll get back to that in a minute, but yeah. 
Okay, so guess. Mm, for, I, the, I didn't, for the I didn't viewer, even... for the one guy who's listening while taking a shit right now, uh, this is a fold-up table that we have our podcast set up with on. a bed sheet. With a bed sheet as a uh, tablecloth. Hey, it, it, but we got two hundred dollar mics, baby. Yeah, well, we got two hundred dollar <laughs> mics. There's a razor laptop running our soundboard, <laughs> and I think we're good. Um, you know, guests, big thing. I think I really want to have Jack on here again with the new yep. mics. I think yep. that'll be a fun one, dude. I actually think he is a really great person to have one. Um, so basically, what I was trying to get to as far as us, uh, what I really want to do, I really want to meet, you know, bring people, meet people, and have oh, yeah. see see if we can't build new relationships. I, like I that. definitely want to bring people that you've never met that I know, and I want you to bring people that I've never met that you know. Yeah. Um. Because that introduction part, it, it makes it's networking. It, it's, it's, un, networking. it's uncomfortable, but it's it's natural. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No. For so I definitely I so all right. So you know what you know what I do when I do this podcast? I want to build a network, build a good network. A mastermind. There we go. A mastermind <laughs> group. Well, you know you is your podcast in my opinion, and you want to name it the mastermind whoa, group. Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is our podcast. I mean, yeah, but it was your idea. Yeah, but we're in it You're together. You're definitely more enthusiastic about it. Not I, that I'm not. I'm very I, excited I, about um, it. Um, I think you'll get But you're, like, itching. I, I just enjoy talking. You know that. I enjoy talking. Oh, yeah, and I can and definitely talk my ass off, but... Um, no, I think we're going to have some fun. I think if... But you know what? Someone's going to be the even, devil's advocate of the group here. So. Oh, 100%, dude. And But I think if we even get a little bit of traction... I'm telling you right now, if five people listen to this... I'm gonna be jumping off the walls one to shoot another one. <laughs> well, five people will definitely listen to this if all, if all we do is yeah, just one me, out one you. <laughs> Except for the one guy taking his shit right now. Yeah, I don't know who it is. Somebody, there will be somebody. Thank, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> if you want, we can come wipe your ass for you. Uh, <laughs> he said it, not me. Um. Okay, so I think we got a good foundation of what people can expect expect to see and hear on this podcast yeah and i i don't think there's going to be any particular layout yet it's not like it's going to be okay oh um, no we have zero structure the uh, random session uh jump into q a uh jump into news analysis oh no well i mean we'll, we'll definitely build structure over time yeah. and you know hopefully you, throw, you throw it on a calendar you say hey we're gonna do x y and z on x y and z yeah, hopefully we get some feedback and uh, maybe we can hone in on what, just like I was telling you with the keywords and advertisement. Hopefully we can hone in on what people are interested in. I can tell you focus now. On stuff. If if we are, I don't. I I, I think one of the things that's going to be interesting is figure out who our target market is. Our audience, yeah. Because I don't have anybody particularly in mind, and to say everyone is stupid, that doesn't work. That's not how business works. Like you, everyone's targeting someone, right? Yeah. Um. So I don't know currently the – because I don't think it's the younger generation. You know what I mean? I don't, well, that's I don't the sad know part. I don't a lot know of our younger generation is not doing what we're doing. Like they don't have the drive to um, get active. Yeah. Honestly. Get at it. So I don't know. It, not, don't get me wrong. There is probably 7,000 other people that are doing the same exact thing that we're doing. You probably, know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm sure there is. Um, well, I, maybe not because I haven't heard it. But you know, that, that <laughs> you could haven't just heard be, it. Doesn't exist. That could be uh, that could just be a bias. Uh, so picture I don't didn't happen. Exactly. All right. Well, I think that was. I think where we at? We were at fifty-eight minutes. So yeah, right on the money. Hour-long conversation. Uh, that's, that's good. And I think I think most of that conversation was pretty decent. Yeah, we right. followed through pretty well. I think. Uh, I don't think we got. I think we got sidetracked a, a little bit, but I, I think it's gonna happen no matter what. Because uh, yeah, I mean we need, we gotta start somewhere, I suppose. Conversations happen, and they just. All right. So next step, uh, post edits, I guess. I don't think there's much post editing. I think we're gonna have to mess with the sound. I mean, we'll see how the audio sounds, but uh, I mean, I'm, we're not cutting anything. I'm no, just, no, no. There was nothing. There was fly. nothing. There was nothing that needed to be cut this one. No, not at all. <laughs> so, all right. So I suppose we're gonna end it here, and um. We'll look forward to the next one in uh, maybe a week, oh, not a week from now, but two weeks. Two weeks. I'm gaining a little stuff unless something serious pops up that we need to jump on. And mm-hmm. Well, talk. it's going to be Christmas here soon, too. So Yeah. I'm sure that I'll probably be shooting one this weekend because I think I'm going to have Jack on with a book. We have, He just finished a uh, book that I gave him. So. Do you have a third mic yet? Oh, oh, that's right. You do. You it's do. right there. So you can jump we need, uh there. We're going to have to buy cable. I, yeah. I, I don't want to use that one that we have uh, for the... Uh, other other mic at your house. It's a different cable anyway. Oh, is it not? 
XLR to XLR? No, it's uh, the line to XLR. The what? Line. Or it's, uh, oh, it's an aux cable. Oh, oh, oh. A TR3 oh, I mean, or whatever. They're, they're cheap. It doesn't... I was thinking maybe the cords leave that buzz. What do you think? I think the buzz is strictly from the headphones. Like, I don't think it's following through on this audio at all. Oh, oh. no, I just mean... Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, the buzz okay. we're hearing right now, the static, the white noise, I think is from the headphones. And I think you're going to realize how much better that stand is than these arms. Look, man. No, and I, 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 don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mean, cans to hold the mics up. <laughs> and I don't mean from a quality standpoint. I just mean from, uh, it's just easy. Yeah, but the thing is though, like if I'm, ba- if I come back here, whatever, you know, I can just. Move. Oh no! I mean, maneuvering these mics is I so much nicer. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, and I can come back here. Otherwise, you're fumbling with it on the table, and they work for right now. And definitely, if like if this was a solid table, was mounted, you know, moving these wouldn't shake the whole table. And oh, exactly. Oh, table. Speaking of table, while we're talking about it, I'm thinking we just get a um. And seriously, because oh my God, listen to this idea. This is a banging idea. Are you are you ready for this? All and right. and when I say banging, you're gonna be all for it. I'm thinking we get a poker table, right? Mm-hmm. And we have four of our buddies, and we have a poker night on a podcast. Play poker and just, you know, shoot the shit. I mean, I'm game. I'm, I'm game all for it. That. That, that sounds we cool. playing with real money here? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played poker before a day in my life, so probably not. So uh, It's been a long time. But I'm thinking we go poker table, and we can do, like, cool stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I don't know how much they are. That's the other problem. Well, yeah. Find one for the free. All right, it's an hour and one minute. We're ending this. Not doing it anymore. Uh, we don't have an outro, so... You just shake your hands. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm hitting the end button. This was fun. Uh, ooh, my ears feel weird, dude.